0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 10 Things I Hate About Me, a podcast where we are quite literally making a list of all the things we don't like about ourselves. I'm Sam, and one thing I hate about me is I spent two hours on Wednesday night obsessively Googling vintage lip smackers. I made a comprehensive list from the twisted mind of Sam Stokes of every lip smacker flavor that I could remember owning as a kid. What am I going to do with this information? Who is this for? literally nothing and no one. I have one precious life on this earth and this is how I'm choosing to spend it. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts, follow us on Instagram, and tell me one thing you hate about yourself so I can read it on a future episode. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about her many, many times. She's one of my favorite people on this earth. She thinks Pennywise is sexy and she looks like Teen Misty from Yellow Jackets. Welcome to the podcast, the one and only Jackie Weiser. Hi, Jackie.
1: Hi, Sam. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited to have you on. Um, Jackie, I'm going to have us jump right into our first segment, Roses and Thorns. Let's go. Rose is the best or most rewarding thing that happened to you this week. Thorn is the worst or most challenging thing that happened to you this week. I'll go ahead and share mine first. My rose is I saw... Beetlejuice the musical on its Broadway national tour they're in Philly for like two weeks and I freaking went I went by myself they had one seat left in the front row of the balcony and it was discounted because it's like who's gonna you know go to the theater by themselves this bitch this bitch (laughs) um loved the show it was very funny and uh and Beetlejuice was very very bisexual I was gonna ask if he was sexy I like that yeah, he's he's horny for everybody. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was very good. Would recommend to anybody. Love that. <laughs> um, especially girls like you who are into Pennywise, Jackie. Calling Come me out this early. <laughs> into.
1: Into. What does into mean? Does into mean I have an entire PowerPoint arguing my point that he's sexy? Maybe. Maybe.
0: <laughs> and then my thorn is... You know, I talked a lot on this podcast about how much I love the show Yellow Jackets and the show Barry. And let me just say up top, I'm not going to spoil either of them. So if you hate spoilers and you're like, no, Sam, don't spoil it. Chill Chill out. out. Literally relax. relax. Chill out, everyone. Literally everybody chill out and relax. Everyone stop yelling. (laughs) Stop yelling. (laughs) But yeah, so I've talked so much about both of those shows and how excited I was for them to start. And now, several weeks later... They're both done. Yeah. Yellow Jacket season two is done, and Barry, the entire freaking series, is done. And now I just have Yellow Jackets and Barry sized holes in my heart. I don't know what I'm going to do with my Sundays from now on. I guess I'm just going to watch The Idol, which is oh, like, okay. I'm definitely curious. It's not going to be fun, no. but I'll do but it. But it will be on. Someone's got to. Someone has to. All right, Jackie, what are your roses and thorns for the week? I couldn't decide
1: between my two roses, so mayhaps I'll share them both. Go for mayhaps it. Mayhaps they're both dog-related, which is like, grow up. We get it. You like dogs. like. <laughs> saying. So on a week ago, on a week ago, last Friday, um, <laughs> my boyfriend Zach and I, we each have a dog. As you know, Beavis and Dewey. They don't always get along. Um, but we have been working on it. It's They're just very different personalities and they both like different approaches and um, things get a little heated, but uh, we're trying to blend this family. Last week for the first time ever, we had a, a big sleepover. So I brought Dewey over to Zach's and it actually went really, really well. Like it put a lot of my anxieties at ease. Um, they played, Yay! They had like a, we had a full day out, so they were like pretty exhausted. And then they kept playing and even like, Dewey's usually the one who's over it and Beavis will always keep going and Beavis stopped Mm -hmm. to take a break and Dewey like went up to him and like shoved his neck into him and is like we're not done here and then we all slept
0: (laughs) snug as a bug in a rug
1: Beavis, Zach, me, Dewey and it was one of the most beautiful moments that I've ever experienced
0: in my life. That sounds so gorgeous. I'm a big Dewey fan for all the listeners out there. We'll post a picture of (sighs) him on the Instagram. Maybe even two I don't know. (laughs) Have a couple, maybe even three. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody stop me.
1: Somebody stop her. Cut that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the other dog related rose is so I had drinks with my lovely girl Audrey on Thursday, and when I got home, um, I was feeling good, and Dewey wanted to walk, and I said, "Take me where you want to go." So I literally like flung (laughs) his leash over my shoulder and just let him like walk me, and he took me to the dog park. Um, which was great because it was like late at night. So it's not super busy. I don't like to be there when it's really busy. And he made a friend with a dog. I'm like talking to the owner and we got into like breed. And she mentions that he's, his name is Noodle. And she mentions that he's from Korea. And immediately I'm like, is he a Korean canine rescue? And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh my God, this is like meeting a
0: celebrity. (laughs)
1: you know that Instagram right that rescue in Brooklyn
0: yeah I used to follow that Instagram every dog so cute so personality it's sickening and they all have like
1: short legs and little feet that go outward and
0: they really are like the celebrities of dogs yeah
1: I was I was freaking out um and Audrey and I have a special like we send each other Korean canine dogs like every day so it's really like a beautiful (laughs) moment to then hang out with Audrey all day and then Uh, see a Korean canine in the wild so really good news on all dog fronts from me and my thorn kind of in a good way I was having trouble thinking of a thorn because this week's been pretty
0: chill so I was too I had to go with TV I love that for
1: us I I didn't want to keep talking about about dog but um my thorn is that Dewey scratched me really bad by accident and it's on my wrist and it really hurts and because it's on my wrist and I keep bending it it like is not healing and he didn't mean to it's just that he went on the subway and i'm like i have to wash your feet now like even though you walk in the city Mm -hmm. all the time being on the subway feels much worse so zach helped me like wash his feet and he just hates water and hates bath and was not into it and he was like trying to cling to me and he got me with his dew claw which is like his really sharp toe that like never touches the ground so it's never dulled whatever
0: his dew claw is that your term for it no can you believe
1: this dogs literally have a dew claw It's like that little extra, the extra one that's like up. Like I didn't know it till after Dewey was named Dewey. I just simply couldn't believe it. That's my thorn. So the worst thing that happened this week was getting scratched by my sharp, sharp dog. So
0: not a bad Mm -hmm. week all in all. All right, Jackie, it is time for the big question. What is one thing you don't like about yourself? I hate
1: that all my tattoos are permanent and no one warned me about that. (laughs) <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't believe no one gave me a heads up about that because um, in 2013 I decided I was just going to slap an eyeball on the middle of my arm and now I have a bunch <laughs> of tattoos and I, I do love most of them but sometimes I, I regret it all and I want to like start with new skin. Yeah. But you know that's just it's just I'm really indecisive so it's very funny for me to make kind of impulsive permanent decisions. I didn't really plan how I was going to do my arm. Like I kind to just impulsively kept putting tattoos on there. And now I just wish that I had thought about the layout a little bit. Cause sometimes I'm like, I don't want these. I don't want these, take them back. But uh, <laughs> all in all, I, uh, I, I do love my tattoos. I have, I think my favorite right now is my monkey. How many tattoos do you have? I actually don't know. Probably like 20 at this point. Wow. I've really collected quite a few over the years and I, I really do love them. And they make me feel decorated and and cool sometimes
0: yeah i actually have
1: like a an anecdote that's very recent um go for it so i as you know went out with audrey on thursday and i got a lift back to south from west philly and the lift driver sees me coming and she's like do you have holes in your body i thought you had holes in your body i was like what 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 does that mean (laughs) and she like i get close and then she's like oh when you got closer i saw that they were just tattoos like from far away they looked like holes and i was like thank you
0: <laughs> you have big gaping holes in your body. black holes <laughs> yeah ew uncovered open to the world you know, uh, um, <laughs> somebody get this girl to a I doctor know. I was like, why aren't
1: you, if you thought I had holes in my body why aren't you taking me to the hospital you don't need
0: a lift you need an ambulance uh, <laughs>
1: so she was like an older woman and she was just like And and she caught me at a really good time because I had been drinking and I was in a good mood. So I was like, I am a Lyft driver's dream right now. We're going to have comedians in cars with coffee type moment. I've actually never watched that. I don't know if it would be anything like that. But she asked me, like, why I have tattoos. And normally I'm like, no reason just like them. But I was like, honestly, my tattoos are how I take control over my own body. And I don't even know that I've ever actively had that thought while deciding to get a tattoo but I do kind of stand by it. And she was like, Oh my God, I love that answer. I have never heard anyone say that before. She's like, I, my daughter has a tattoo and like my friends have tattoos and um, I'm an artist. And like, I really understand like self-expression and I just never heard someone put it to me like that.
0: You just blew that woman. I literally mind.
1: feel like I have forever changed the trajectory of the rest of her life
0: you changed her worldview. That's hard to do. I hope I did. And then
1: the conversation actually got like, we got into it again. I can't emphasize enough that I had had like five drinks. So (laughs) I was feeling chatty. I was feeling loose. And I was like, yeah, like I grew up with like a chronic illness and often felt what happened with my body was not in my control. So it is very empowering for me to do something that's on my terms with my body and you know she loved that. And again, not <laughs> a thought that I even fully like, like I don't even know if that's true, I just said it. And now I'm like, I kinda like how that sounds. It is true now, I've decided. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like <laughs> gave her my, I was like, if you wanna hear, she was like so into it. So I was like, all right, if you if you wanna hear my entire medical history, she loved it, she was, in, in, she was dazzled by me. And then we just left on a really good note, like, it's so nice to talk to strangers, sometimes you never know what you're gonna learn. Blah blah blah, and it was it was really nice.
0: I think that you're good at talking to strangers. I'm not good at Thank talking you to so strangers. Much. If somebody asked me a question to open up my life story, I would be like, mm, I don't know <laughs> if I want to talk about that right now. Even though I do that like all the time on here, but well, that's because you're 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 amongst friends here. I'm amongst friends, yes. But yes.
1: Uh, I'm a chatty one. <laughs> I'm definitely an extrovert, and I, I you really thrive are. <laughs> when talking to people, and I guess I'm a little bit. Uh, a little bit obsessed with myself because anyone who will listen to me talk about myself, I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my, my story, take a
0: seat and, and listen, listen up,
1: but I, I just genuinely like talking to people, so.
0: um, Something that I was going to say is that, like, when I was 15 years old, I was really into this local band in, in New Hampshire Um, And I went to go see them play at a bowling alley once (laughs) and I was like by myself and one of the one of the guys in the band like he knew me because I had been to like so many shows and he was like a middle school teacher. So he came over and he was like, hey, Sam, what's up? I saw you here by yourself. How's it going? Are you having fun? And I was like, yeah. And we just chatted for a little bit. And the conversation landed on tattoos. Of course, like being 15 years old, you're like. I like tattoos, but my parents don't want me to get them because they say that I'm going to regret them. Do you regret any of yours? <laughs> In the way that a 15-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. does ask those questions. Yeah, absolutely. And he was like, honestly, I feel like all of my tattoos tell the story of my life. And when I look back on them, even if they don't really mean anything, like like he pointed to like a fish tattoo he had. He was like, this fish doesn't mean anything, but it reminds me of being in my early 20s and like the certain place that I lived and the things that I was doing and stuff like that. So it takes me back to those times. I really love that. Would you say that's true for you? Yeah, definitely. I really love that. I
1: do have like specific memories associated with certain tattoos and like maybe like one or two has meaning or at least a meaning that I'll just tell people when they ask if I if I feel like satisfying them. <laughs> in that way, like coworkers uh-huh. love to know the meaning of my tattoos and I'm like, "Well, monkey is cuz I like monkey." <laughs> baby clown is because I like baby
0: clown. This bald
1: guy is from when I had cancer. You know, like I just have to keep them on their toes.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And and for the listeners who are like chronic illness, cancer, excuse me, I promise you we will get to that in a little bit.
1: <laughs> or we won't. And you can just you can just decide my story for yourself. You know, it's it's like a mad libs. Good luck. <laughs> it's like a mad
0: libs. Are there any are there any tattoos that you have that you like? Capital D do not like. Yeah, I got it covered up. It was just like, <laughs> a, like
1: an abstract woman's body, and I just I didn't like where I put it. I just impulsively decided it a long time ago. The tattoo itself is very good, and I liked it at the mm-hmm. time, but then I just no longer liked the style, and I no longer liked having like a nipple on my arm. <laughs> I just I just <laughs> didn't want it anymore. <laughs> I just don't want this nipple on my I arm just, anymore. It's like, I already have two nipples. I'm good. Like <laughs> I don't need a third. I don't need a third. Uh, but yeah, so I did end up getting that one like blasted over. And now I I, I like it, the tattoo over it a lot more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of relate to that because like I only have two tattoos. And they're both on the back of my right arm. I want to get one of them removed, which I don't like admitting. Okay. Because like I like the person who gave it to me. Yeah. And I, I liked it when I got yeah. it. Yeah, I think I will get the, the bigger one yeah, removed. why not?
1: It's your body. Is she
0: a body and you in control? <laughs> Thank you,
1: Jackie. No problem. <laughs> I don't know why I had to say it like that.
0: Are there any tattoos that you're, like, embarrassed when people ask about them or not really?
1: Honestly, no. I don't think any of them are embarrassing, thankfully. But mm-hmm. sometimes, like, especially, like, you know, like, a coworker asking me about a tattoo that's maybe, like, I just like how it looks. I know they don't want that answer. I know they want something deeper. And I'm just like, I can't give that to uh-huh. you. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but
1: I don't I don't feel embarrassed. Um, I don't feel shame, generally speaking.
0: We'll go into that. <laughs> I
1: don't know if I mean it. I think I mean it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, Jackie. Thank you for sharing one thing you don't like about yourself. <laughs> no problem. I'll be keeping an ear out through the rest of the episode for any other things you mention you don't like about yourself. Okay. So it's time for our next segment, Let's Unpack That. I have a series of questions for you. You give me short answers. And if I want you to expand on it, I'll say, let's unpack that. And we'll talk about it a little Perfect. more. So the first question is, what is your hometown and what's one thing you don't like about uh, so it? I'm from a small town called Garwood, New Jersey, one sexy
1: little square mile. <laughs> it just is a small New Jersey town. And it worked for me for a while. But I don't like living in a small town. Just the classic, like, mm-hmm. I was in school with the same people from mm-hmm. kindergarten through eighth grade, and I would have stayed th- with them throughout high school if I'd gone to, like, the regional high school. But I did decide I had to pursue my theater dreams and go to a performing arts high school, which is perhaps <laughs> an entire podcast episode in itself. I guess what I don't like about it was I eventually just outgrew living in a small town, and then I, Did what every small town New Jersey girl always dreams of doing. I
0: went to Rutgers,
1: and I I got got (laughs) to the big city of New Brunswick, New Jersey, and uh, really got to spread my wings.
0: All right. I might come back to this question, but for now, I'll keep going. What is one word that describes what you were like in college? I was
1: thinking about this one earlier, and the first word that came to mind was annoying, but I actually decided I want (laughs) to say social. I met yeah. my freaking crew there. Like the reason I'm in Philly, the reason I have the beautiful life that I have now is all because I went to college and I first met Andrew Gerber, and uh, from being in the same dorm as him, we love, we Andrew, love Gerber. Andrew Gerber. As the the myth goes, my lore is that I uh, bribed them with Twizzlers to come hang out. I bribed Andrew and some other friends, and I said hey guys, I, I have this big bag of Twizzlers and I'm just going around to all the dorm rooms and asking if anyone wants them. But my secret is I only went to them because I decided they seemed cool and fun. And I was right. <laughs> so I actually- That is so funny. Yeah. I I didn't go to everyone. No. Then through Andrew and some other friends, Jesse and Sean, I met Maddie and Annie. And you know, the rest is history. <laughs>
0: The rest is history, <laughs> and you know, Maddie. For for those who have been longtime listeners, you heard Maddie on episode three. Mm. She was our, she was my little guest co-host. Yes, so and she slayed. Yeah. She slayed. Maddie thinks that I went to Rutgers, but that um, is not true. She also
1: thinks you're Italian. So I. She also thinks that I'm Italian. She's trying to rewrite my history. <laughs> you're from New Jersey. You're Italian. I wish I was from New Jersey. Uh, actually, yeah, I have Jersey pride, so I'm not even gonna. I'm not even going to fight you on that. You should wish you're from New Jersey.
0: I wish I was from New Jersey. I love bagels. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. malls. And you love me. You forgot to say that part. And I love you. A lot of A lot of my best friends over the past like 10 years have been from New Jersey. It's just a state that I vibe it's where with. where Sam's friends are. That's going to be their
1: official slogan. <laughs> Welcome to New Jersey, where Sam's
0: friends are. <laughs> I like it. All right, Jackie, if there was a zombie apocalypse, what would be your fatal flaw? God, um,
1: lack of will, I think. I've thought about this. Every time I see a zombie movie, (laughs) I'm just like, what am I, what would I be fighting to like survive through? Like, I'm not sure that the world on the other end of a zombie apocalypse is something that I am really intent on being a part of, especially if like not all my friends and family are there. I just don't think I would have a lot of fight in me. I'm, I am don't like being chased. I think that's very scary. And mm-hmm. I'm not very fast. I have a lot of medication. So, yeah. I mean, if pharmacies are still running, then, you know, maybe I could find a, a little motivation to put up a fight. But yeah, I think lack of will to, to go for it. I think I would just kind of like fuck around and, and die. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in a, like a dark way like and like a chill way
0: yeah honestly, that is one of the best points that I have heard in a while. like what is there to is live that... through? That's what scares me the most about the idea of a of an apocalypse. Yeah. like when does it end? When does the rebirth happen? Yeah. especially with like the the movies and t v that we see a lot of the time it's just like pure dystopia, yeah, not making a good case for trying to survive an apocalypse. Yeah. I really hope that the zombie apocalypse is like I don't know if I should say the name of this TV show because it would be a spoiler. The Walking Dead. Uh just kidding. It's not <laughs> the Walking Dead. It's a it's a it's a comedy show and basically at the end there is a zombie yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. You yeah. know. Oh, you I'm know the one. I know. And you get to see what happens afterwards Mm. and it's very like lost in new york vibes like um the government runs the city but you can also like they go to the natural history museum for fun and they go to like an abandoned theater and they sing on stage and like that's what i hope the zombie apocalypse is like if we can stick it out for a little bit we can still have like a little bit of a society and have fun with each other what if we could just have fun what if we could just have fun no pressure no pressure
1: kind of just like live love laugh if I could live love laugh my way through a zombie apocalypse I would I'm also easily influenced by the people around me so if like my friend group if we all got together and decided we were going to try to survive obviously I would I would put up as much of a fight as I can (laughs) but we'd have to be in it together you know I'm a a team member at the end of the day absolutely classic extrovert (laughs) so me (laughs) I would actually just talk to the zombies and try to, like, level with them. And zombies, please stop. Do you think that would work? I think it's worth
0: a try. Zombies, no. Anybody out there, if you know some zombies that Jackie can talk to, let us know. know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jackie, what is your weirdest hidden talent besides empathizing with
1: zombies? (laughs) Besides being an empath, um, my... Secret hidden talent is that I can rhyme on the spot with great ease.
0: Whoa! If you've ever gotten
1: like a birthday card for me, you're getting a poem. You're getting, and I wrote it in five seconds. Like I am. Yes. I love to rhyme. I rhyme (laughs) all the time. See? Whoa. Okay. (laughs) If rhyming's a crime, then I'm doing time. Okay. Literally, look at me go.
0: Look at her go.
1: (laughs) I honestly think I get it from my brother. Like he is has one of the quickest wits is one of the wittiest people I know. And like Mm -hmm. when we banter, he shows me how it's done. Um, He's always been really funny and really like his puns are crazy. Like his rhymes are impeccable. So I really feel like through him, I I discovered,
0: (laughs) I discovered my, my powers. Shout out Matt Weiser. Shout out Matt Weiser. Shout out Jesse
1: Weiser while I'm at it. Shout
0: out Jesse Weiser. Shout out Eric Weiser. Shout out Eric Weiser. (laughs) We're going through every family member. I love that you my have.
1: family. I have a wonderful family. So. <laughs> Shout out Linda Wiser while I'm at it. That's grandma.
0: Oh my god, Grandma Linda! That's our friends,
1: uh, let me <laughs> yeah. unpack this.
0: I I met Grandma Linda at Jackie's Thanksgiving dinner this past year. Um, we went up to Garwood, New Jersey. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yes, you have just now. And her grandma, Linda. We had some chatty chats and one of the things that we talked about was i mentioned the fact that i didn't have a microwave at the time because i i had fairly newly moved into my apartment i just i just didn't have a microwave and she was like honey you gotta get a microwave and i was like okay you know what i'll do it because you told me to and then i realized because it's thanksgiving dinner black friday just around the corner so i ended up buying a beautiful blue microwave Ooh, for 50 dollars. yes micro micro sleigh
1: is what i was gonna try microwave. to say microwave microwave <laughs> micro no, it's not even good it's not even good <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah so ever since then i've just been so grateful for grandma linda i owe her so much or a delicious microwaved meal all right, Jackie, I'm actually going to jump us back to one of your earlier questions. You mentioned that you had a little bit of a, a how-you-say-theater phase. <laughs> I want to unpack that. Can you tell me more <laughs> so about... So much unpacking to be done. Adventures of Jackie in theater? I decided I didn't
1: want to go to the regional high school. Like, It just didn't have a good reputation. I was like done with being with the same group of people. It's like we merge with another city town and that town is like notoriously racist like just bad vibes and like mm-hmm. not a great place and i didn't want to be there union county has a vote tech campus so there's a magnet school an allied health school an info tech school and like a traditional vote tech school where you can like build a car or whatever and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's literally what's going on and so when i was in eighth grade since so 2008 they announced they were going to be admitting the first class to a new school, which was the Academy for Performing Arts. At this point, I am not involved in theater. I did like a fourth grade play. You know, I'm, a, I'm already like a, a goofy girl extrovert. I was like, I'm just going to try being into theater. I think I could just get into it. And I did. Like I auditioned for like the choir and like I got into this like big air quotes, gifted and talented performing arts class. So, you know, Ooh. I got to leave to go play theater games.
0: The way my ego would have inflated if I was in the gifted and talented theater program, nobody would have been able to stop I can't emphasize
1: enough how bullshit it was because like very small (laughs) school, maybe like 10 of us auditioned and we all got in. Like it wasn't uh, competitive or uh, real in any way, but I did do it. Um, So I was like, all right, I'm a theater girl now. Started doing summer stock like musicals. A nice moment in all of this is that's how my brother and I got really close. We both auditioned for the summer, the local summer performance of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. (sighs) Or it was Grease. I don't remember which came first, but we've done both of those shows together. And we had like our theater friends. We had these like big sleepovers. Like I had my first kiss with a a gay boy. Like... There
0: is nothing <laughs> like a theater sleepover where you have your first kiss with a gay theater boy. Literally, thank you for saying that. That is such a formative experience. It really was. I Every theater girl knows what this feels like. Every theater girl
1: knows. Um, yeah, it was, it was just a little peck, but it counted. <laughs> Um, It counted. counted. (laughs) And so, yeah, then I went to performing arts high school. We were the guinea pigs. So it was, again, not real. Like if I had gone to a regional high school, their theater program was definitely stronger. And it was mostly an all-girls school. Not technically. There were like three guys, but I was cast as a boy in every production of every show. Yeah, I was (laughs) always playing a dude. I can definitely send you some pictures of me in like a Shakespearean costume with uh, full facial
0: hair. I also played a lot of boy characters. And, you know, sometimes it's boy character, but it's like, oh, it's the scarecrow. It's the Tin yeah, Man. Yeah, it's, I was Templeton the rat in a production <laughs> of Charlotte's Web, stuff like that. But then there are also things where it's like you're playing like a boy person. Yes, yes. And not like an animal. I had to play like a general <laughs> So picture me, like, five feet tall, storming around the stage with, like, my hair and, like, the tightest bun you've ever seen in your life. Oh, yeah. With, like, a big olive green suit. Of course. And then, like, talking like this (laughs) because I have to pretend to be a man and I'm 12 years old. Truly one of the worst experiences of my life. Yeah, that's – I get it. I really get it. We would do like coffee
1: houses um, for those at home who aren't kind of part of the industry um, and community. That's just like a, a bunch of scenes put together from different musicals and plays, like just like highlighting certain songs or whatever. And we did a we did a scene from Thirteen the musical where I had to be like a horny teenage boy and I had to like, oh I my wore, God. like a varsity jacket. It's like the one in the, the scene <laughs> in the movie theater. So there was like a lot of making out. So I would just like lift my jacket up and like pretend make out (laughs) yeah that was fun it's also because like I'm not going to be the leading lady I'm going to be the the funny guy and so I was quite always literally a guy um Mm -hmm. I didn't mind it I had fun I also like didn't learn anything from that school theater wise like it was just such an underdeveloped thing at the time we didn't have all the Mm -hmm. resources we didn't have like a good structure like I didn't learn anything I think I came out a worse actor Than when I started, (laughs) I quickly realized like this is fun as a hobby. And like, I like hanging out with people and like staying late at school and ordering Chinese food while singing. But I didn't really like care anymore about acting. So it was Mm -hmm. definitely, it was definitely something. Mm -hmm.
0: Sometimes you say things that just really stick in my head for a long time. (laughs) And one of the things that you said once was, I really like doing comedy, but. I don't like it enough to take it seriously. And I value my relationships and my friendships and my family way more than that. So that's how I want to spend wow. my time. And that made me really think about how I want to spend my time. So that
1: sounds like something I would say. Definitely. <laughs> 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 wow. That's, like, wait, that's just like me. <laughs> Crazy. No. Yeah. I, uh, there is a different timeline, a different universe where I like go full force into comedy and writing and performing like, there is a part of me that will always wonder and wish that I, like, tried. But at the end of the day, like, I know where my joy comes from. Like, I'm not willing to sacrifice time with my friends and my family to, like, follow any type of dream. You know, maybe one day in 50 years, I'll regret that. Or maybe I won't. And, like, that's not to say I won't one day get on stage if I feel inspired. I just, like, I don't know. Don't look at me like that.
0: <laughs> I just gave Jackie crazy eyes <laughs> because, I want, her, be like because I want her because I want to perform again. <laughs> one day, I mean,
1: when we did the the video, when we did the short that you wrote, I had so much fun. Like it reminded me, and that's exactly because that's the perfect crossover of hanging with friends and doing something creative.
0: Yeah, that was one of the funnest days yeah. that I've had in a long time. We we just camped out at the park for like, probably like five hours yeah. and just filmed a bunch of different things. Jackie was actually the camera person for a lot of those scenes that we shot and she did an amazing
1: job, guys. Sam, thank you. I felt really good after that and I was like, this is so fun and I loved being behind the camera and like, like, you were very open to letting me just like have some input on like, how I think this should look or what you could add and like working with you was so fun. Oh, thank you,
0: Jackie. I loved it, and like
1: any time you want to do that again, like, like I had the most fun and fulfilling day. That's exactly how I want to spend my time.
0: I I really want to write another sketch for us to do soon. Another, I would another love. short or whatever. Any chance to help my friends be stars? Be the stars Aww. that I know that they are. Be the stars <laughs> you wish
1: to see in the world. Exactly.
0: <laughs> all right, Jackie. Thank you for unpacking all of this with me. Yeah. I have a few more questions for Hit you. Me. So uh, something that I've realized over the course of this podcast is that every week I'm asking my guests for their roses and thorns and things that they don't like about themselves and things that they struggle with. And a lot of the things that come up are chronic illness Mm. or pain or things like that. Mm -hmm. And I know that you have quite the history with this, so we've already touched on a little bit. Um, so I thought that you would be a great person to have on to talk yeah. about this. So to start, I was wondering if you could tell us your story. Like I said, I love to talk about myself.
1: I have really got this story down to a, a tight two.
0: We're all the lady in the lift oh waiting, for, waiting for your story. You're all looking
1: at me wondering why I have holes in my legs. But yeah, so <laughs> when I was 12, um, my first symptoms were swollen joints like every day different joints throughout the day it would change uh some days I needed like crutches or a sling or an ace bandage or I couldn't go to school I couldn't like button my jeans I couldn't tie my shoes and then I would get this crazy linear red rash that was like I I think at the time I would have said that the rash was worse than the pain because it was that severely itchy itchy. Mm -hmm. and then I would also get like these really really crazy high fevers So I was diagnosed pretty easily, thankfully, like I was in really good care. I saw a rheumatologist and my symptoms were pretty textbook for juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, which I think they're now calling juvenile idiopathic arthritis. So I had arthritis, which for juvenile arthritis, which was an autoimmune disease. Um, So not in the way that most people think of arthritis as like, obviously the swollen joints were part of it, but there was more life-threatening components from Mm -hmm. ages 12 to about 21, I would just routinely try a thousand different medications. I would miss school to go sit in the hospital for half days and get an IV drip. I had to give myself shots like twice a week. One of them burned really bad. And one of them was like, I would later find out that it was actually a a chemotherapy drug and it was making me so sick. So all the treatments were pretty intense. and And I'm just like trying to be like a normal teenager, but I'm like in a lot of pain and By the time I was like 20, 21, um, I guess 2016, the doctors were like, this has actually progressed into something more severe. Um, And I had something called macrophage activation syndrome, which is basically the same as something else called HLH. It has a really long name. I never knew how to say it. And at this point, I don't care to find out.
0: Hemophagocytic
1: lymphohistiocytosis. The long and short of it is that my... I have maybe like one white blood cell or something absurd like that. And I could not fight off any infection. Like in college, I had to go to the hospital like several times and they were like, we can't keep treating this on an as-is based, like as needed basis because
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it was becoming life-threatening. They were like, the treatment is that you're going to need chemotherapy and a bone marrow transplant. I often just say that I had cancer. It was very similar to leukemia and the treatment was very similar. A big difference, however, is that once it was treated, there wasn't going to be a chance of remission. So there was that light at the end of the tunnel for me that if I just went through this um, treatment that it would probably work and I would be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that was, um, of course, a very rough time for me. Uh, I had to live in the hospital for five weeks, get chemotherapy, hair fell out severely depressed as one would imagine even worse than the hospital part was actually the recovery at home I was at home for mm-hmm. with just my dad he was taking care of me for a hundred days of isolation so like anyone who came over had to wear a mask so I was kind of ahead of the curve as far as <laughs> um mask fashion and quarantines
0: Jackie the trendsetter I'm sorry can't <laughs> help it I
1: I had a very rough time recovering physically and mentally I was the most depressed I had ever been and to this point have ever been and I was like I'm never going to be okay even if I'm physically okay I'm never mentally going to recover from this um, mm-hmm. and even though I knew all of this was to get me better it just didn't feel like it but eventually eventually I recovered as my new like immune system settled in I got stronger, I got healthier, and I was cured. They actually like fixed it fully. So I after that, my severe health issues really came to an end. Um I still have residual arthritis, I guess. I don't technically have juvenile arthritis anymore like there's not the autoimmune comp- uh component and there's not mm-hmm. the rash component. I just sometimes have arthritis pain like I have permanent damage in my fingers um I always say that I have sausage fingers and when I get my nails done I say it's like putting lipstick on a pig oh but <laughs> and I say that I say that with love um they hurt sometimes but like this is the worst of it so mm-hmm. I'm very very thankful it's crazy to look back I feel bad for for me five years ago um mm-hmm. or however long ago that was I oh like seven years ago Jesus um <laughs> I went through the ringer But I'm back, baby. She's back, baby. I lived, bitch.
0: (laughs) I lived, bitch. How long did it take for you to be like, whoa, I think I'm okay? It took a while. I
1: actually, like, I probably pushed myself physically more than I should have. Like, I Mm -hmm. was like, I will not – again, shout out my dad. He took amazing care of me and so did my family and my friends. Like, I was in amazing hands and um, lots of love and support. But I also was like, I can't live here. The transplant was in February and then I was like mostly recovered technically by like May. So I had that summer and then I moved to Philly in August because I just needed to get a fresh start and live with my friends and try to have a semblance of a normal life. I needed a lot of therapy, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom and I had a really severe falling out during all of this, which is like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a whole other component to like my mental health crumbling because like she did a bunch of shitty things to me more or less abandoned me at the time when I needed her the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another huge factor to why I was so unwell mentally. So between like moving to Philly and getting therapy and my hair growing back and working through it all and and just figuring out what my life could look like, I started to feel a lot better by like 2017, 2018. Like I felt like I was becoming myself again. I'm, I'm happy to report. I have stayed on that upward path, both physically and mentally. Like I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a good place, and it feels crazy that I can say that. Because if you had told, 21 year old me that I was going to be fine, I would have said, "Fuck off, no, I'm not." So yeah, happy to be here. And it's funny for me to say I don't have a in the zombie apocalypse situation. I wouldn't have a will to live because I clearly do.
0: Because <laughs> I'm like, Sam,
1: stop crying! Oh my god. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. I'm
0: sorry. I think this is the first time I've ever cried on the podcast.
1: I win. <laughs> <laughs> I won the podcast. I made
0: Sam cry. I can't even laugh normal. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about how, like, when I first met you, it was like the spring of 2017, and I had no idea that you had been through all of that in, like, just the past year before I had met you. I, I thought I was just talking to a girl that had short hair.
1: <laughs> just a regular girl with regular short hair nothing to see here folks <laughs> keep it moving oh sam you've met me at a very strange time in my life what is that from why would i quote that i don't even know what that
0: is it's from fight club bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my god Mad yeah. <laughs> checks out yeah, yeah yeah shout out to fight club
1: real tyler durden heads where are you at
0: All right, Jackie, another thing that I wanted to ask you that you did touch on a little bit was, so I know that you mentioned like um, getting your tattoos to feel more control over your body. Mm -hmm. And then you also mentioned that you like to get your nails done. Yeah. Putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because of your fingers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if there's anything else that you do... Um, and it could be, like, related specifically to, like, managing chronic illness. Or it could just be, like, things that you do to, like, make yourself feel good. But I was wondering, like, what are some other examples of those things that you do for, like, your very own Jackie self-care?
1: Yeah. I would say the most important thing that I did was get bangs. Nice. <laughs> I'm – uh no, I – uh my hair is a whole other thing. But I – Yeah. I I try to just like appreciate that my body works now in a way Mm -hmm. that it didn't. Like long walks and short walks and medium walks. Like walking my dog is like truly a a source of of joy for me. Um, I just like, I'll just be walking. I'm like, oh my God, this is my dog. And I live in this city and I have feet that work and I can just walk him around. And that is like such a important thing
0: for me. Um, and Dewey is such a happy guy to walk, too. He loves
1: walks, and I love walking him, so it's a great <laughs> system we have worked out. <laughs> more more recently, I go through phases of exercise. I've gone to gyms. I've gone to spin classes. I've gone to – we used to
0: we boxed once. Remember when we were in our boxing era, our kickboxing era? We really were in a kickboxing era for <laughs> – It was fun. It was fun. I kind of miss it. I know.
1: I, I liked class pass, but, yeah, so now I'm like – I have a little – Honestly, I think you inspired this. I have a little exercise bike that um, I keep in the basement. I have some resistance bands and I have some weights and I have some YouTube videos. And I just like try to make a point of like at the very least like 30 minutes on the exercise bike. Um, But sometimes I'll swap that if it's like a nice day. I'll just walk a couple miles with Dewey. But just like keeping my body moving Mm -hmm. and exercise is hard because, you know, body dysmorphia. Never heard of
0: it. <laughs> Sometimes it can be really hard to exercise and separate it from like any like concept of how you want your body to look. Yeah. It can be really hard. No, that's to keep them separate.
1: It, that's very exactly how I feel. And like mm-hmm. I try very very hard not to make weight loss the focus of my exercise. I'm just like, this is good for your heart. This is good for your mental health. Like I need weight loss to be at like the bottom of the list because it will make me feel crazy
0: and bad and it's a game that you never win truly you never reach the point where you're like yeah I'm done yep yep I'm
1: just gonna keep my body moving because it feels good and let it be at that and not anything deeper than that
0: and then one more thing that I wanted to ask you is yeah one of the one of the things that I think people don't talk about enough Or don't like think about enough with illnesses or chronic Mm -hmm. illness is like the visibility of it in the sense of like when you see somebody walking down the street, you don't know what they might be like struggling with or what they've been through. You know their name, but not their story. Literally so true. (laughs) But (laughs) I was wondering if you if there are any things that you've had to deal with regarding how visible or invisible your chronic health issues have been. Oh, yeah.
1: So I remember when I was in like middle school and high school when the chronic pain was really bad, but like so inconsistent as to where and when it would occur and how the severity and like I could be fine when I wake up and then not fine by 3 p.m. If I got like an unrelated like actual injury, like if I twisted an ankle or like did something that needed like an ace bandage or like something, I remember being like, yes, now I just have a normal reason I can't walk. And it's there is a visible marker that I can't walk. And there is a reason I can't walk because like I fell off my bike or whatever. And that's sad (laughs) when I think about it, like celebrating an injury just because of how other people would perceive it. And then I also have a memory of I went to I used to have a handicap placard. And the only reason I don't have it is because someone broke into my car and stole it. Like, I don't know if that's what they were going for. But I didn't have anything of value in my car. And like they took like an extra pair of glasses and my handicap placard. I'm like, that's the cruelest two things you could take from someone. (laughs) But yeah, so I had a handicap placard for a long time. And at first I was like, I'm only going to use it when I really feel like I need it. And then I was like, I don't have to do that. I can just use it because I have it. And even if I am walking fine today, that doesn't mean I'll be fine when I come back to my car. I'd also be mindful, like, if I felt like I didn't need it and there was, like, two handicap spots, I'm not going to, like, take it or whatever. But, like, so I'm at Six Flags, huge parking lot, a thousand handicapped spots. I get out of my car with a placard in and some grown adult man is, like, oh, a handicap placard? You look fine. What do you need that for?
0: And, like. Which is, like, mind your own business, sir. Yeah. Stand and, back. Like, his wife was, like, clearly a
1: little embarrassed, but not enough to, like tell him to shut the fuck up. So I was like, you literally don't know me. I have a chronic illness. I can't walk half the time. Fuck you. Like, I don't remember what I said, if I even really said anything, but that was, Ooh, that shit sucks. So all I can say, I mean, it's nothing revolutionary, but you really don't know what anyone's going through. And just because someone looks fine to you, you literally have no idea. There are wheelchair users who just need wheelchairs sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like there are wheelchair users who people you'll see someone in a wheelchair and then they'll stand up and do what they have to do. And then they'll sit back in their wheelchair and you like hear people have comments and shit to say about that. And it's just like, fuck you. You don't know anything about anyone. And it doesn't affect you if someone's sitting in their wheelchair and then standing. So it's like, again, nothing revolutionary, revolutionary, but all you can do is just not judge people be empathetic, be compassionate. You have no idea what anyone's going through and no one's medical history or situation is any of your goddamn business. No one owes you an explanation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No one owes you anything. And I mean, I really feel like you and like the the, probably the people who are listening to this podcast are not people who need to be reminded of that. I feel like Mm -hmm. you have fostered a community of (laughs) like-minded people who are uh, kind and sensitive and not of shit so um, yeah I
0: mean I would hope that nobody listening now would react the way that like that man did yeah I don't but yeah I'm also thinking in terms of like you're walking down the street and the person in front of you is walking really slow you know stuff like that yeah I mean I try
1: I'm not perfect I'm close (laughs) but I'm not (laughs) Um, no I just try to be really like empathetic in my like You know, judging people is kind of inherent. I just try to be very Uh empathetic with my, like, assessment of someone's situation. Like, Mm -hmm. if someone does something whack and I'm, like, I try to just take, like, a second before I react or have, like, a a mean thought where I'm, like, I don't know this person. Like, even, like, someone, like, cutting me off on the highway or whatever, I'm, like, maybe you're just having a bad day and you have to go to, like, you're on your way to, like, a fucking funeral. So, yeah, cut me off. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. – just don't know. I don't know. It's so corny. I'm so mad at myself, but, like, go forward with <laughs> kindness. Like, just be nice. I, it's not that hard.
0: And Brene Brown on the podcast <laughs> over here. <laughs> God.
1: One thing I hate about me, is I'm corny as hell, and I mean it. I mean it every time. To ever say something corny, it's because I mean it. Do you want me to write that down? Yeah.
0: Yeah, do it. <laughs> your, your thing about somebody cutting you off reminded me of – there is this intersection near your house where I feel like I am going to die at that intersection one day because <laughs> for some reason everybody just rolls through that damn stop sign. Uh, like and very interesting that you knew the exact one. Yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, I was I was walking on Wednesday morning to go get my breakfast. On the way there, this woman almost hits me. On the way back, this man almost hits me. The first time it happened, I. This person had tinted windows. It might not have even been a woman. The car did it. There was nobody inside. (laughs) Um, But I, since the windows were tinted, it gave me the opportunity to kind of like use my imagination a little bit. And I was like picturing somebody inside the car being like whoa and not being able to like I can't figure out how my brakes work I have to go I know that there's a woman in the middle of the road but I have to go cartoon style yeah and you know that did make me feel a little bit better And then on the way back, I was just mad because that guy was on his phone. Yeah. Hey, hot tip, everybody. If you're looking at your phone, don't press the gas. Don't press the gas while you're
1: on your phone. It's that easy, folks. People need to be more scared. Philadelphia drivers need to be more scared. Yeah, have a little more fear. Dude, that corner, like literally two days ago, someone was like parked and just started backing up into me.
0: And yeah. literally
1: I was walking Dewey and I was like, I, I straight up like their window was down. I was like, Hey, were you going to look before you started backing up or, and he <laughs> just kind of like was caught off guard because he didn't expect me to be such a sassy little bitch. Um, but I've also almost got hit on that corner by a man who I like, I talk, I'm, I'm leaning with kindness, whatever. But if you're a man and you <laughs> almost hit me with your car, I am flipping you off. And I like flipped him off and then he um, rolled down his window and called me a fat bitch um. So that was cool. I was like, what the fuck? And the worst thing is that it made me cry. I was having a bad day mm-hmm. and I was like not in a good place. And that was just like the breaking point. I was like, I can't believe I'm crying because a stranger just called me a fat bitch.
0: Yeah, it's I it's yeah. it's so frustrating that that is men's go to insult, isn't it? What? Right? It's like, ew. Ew. You're fat and you're a bitch. I got called a fat bitch outside of your damn house. Oh my god, I remember that. Like a, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that also made me cry.
1: That was, dude, I feel like I, I tried to lighten it. I feel like we laughed about it, but not funny. I think we did. I think we did laugh, but it's just not fucking funny. <laughs> I also, like, no. have seen a girl walking her dog, like, a little bit in front of me, and someone just turned and basically almost hit them. She was so shaken up, and I was like, hey are you guys okay and she immediately started crying and I was like I feel you girl like mm-hmm. I, I would be doing the same thing and me too and I was like my house is right there like if you want to <laughs> you know just inviting strangers <laughs> into my house but I was like, <laughs> you need, like water or like any or you just want to sit on the stoop for a second and she was very appreciative that I like stopped and checked in on her
0: and that's because uh girls got each other <laughs> it can be so validating to have something that is just like clearly fucking ridiculous happen to you and have somebody else be like hey I saw that that sucked that's not yeah. normal you know yeah so that reminds me that
1: one time do you know um outside of Duncan how there's always a million birds on that on those wires right by the halal cart
0: it's one reason why I don't go to that Duncan because I'm yeah. kind of scared of those birds no
1: that's really valid because <laughs> one time All of a sudden, I hear a sound that I'm like, oh, I didn't think it was going to rain today, like flash flood. No. It was actually just every bird pooping at once, and it missed me by about an inch. No. And I just started laughing so hard. How do birds sync that up (laughs) that they were all going to poop at once? It was like a thousand birds pooped at once, almost right (laughs) on me. I was losing my mind, and I'm looking around I needed one person to make eye contact with me and let me know that they saw that and it was crazy and funny and no one saw oh my god (laughs) I was like what just happened a thousand poops raining from this guy
0: oh my god (laughs) no when something like that happens and there's nobody there that is when it's like god is sending me (laughs) a message. god did that for me and me only honestly I was (laughs) oh my gosh okay on that note Jackie, thank you for sharing all of that with me. I really yes. appreciate it. And I think that our listeners of course. will too. I hope they do. All right. We are nearing the end of the episode. And we only have two things that you hate about yourself. Um, so what happens next is I'm going to bully you and pressure you into coming up with the remaining eight things. Yeah. Once we reach 10 things, I'll do a dramatic reading of your list. Perfect. So give me number three. Hate that I'm addicted to crossword puzzles.
1: Um, I also kind of love it, <laughs> but I have to – i I'm not even kidding. I probably do like five a day in both online, on my phone, and in a book. That's impressive. Thank you. I'm – at my old job, I got in trouble for doing crossword puzzle <laughs> uh, in my downtime, so I quit. That's not the entire
0: reason, but <laughs> don't come between me and my crossword. Um, and I just wanted to say for everybody – um jackie's birthday was a few weeks ago and yeah. our friend annie designed oh a custom jackie crossword it was amazing and
1: it was beautiful it was so fun it was so fun i even got stumped on one of them which is impressive because it was about me That is really funny it was really fun i had a great birthday all right give me number four hate that i cannot force myself to like yogurt I am trying. I think yogurt would be such a convenient breakfast option. Every once in a while, I'll have a little yogurt, granola, strawberries, and I'll enjoy it. But for the most part, the thought of eating yogurt is, um, is so terrible to me. Like the thought of yogurt in the morning is bad. The thought of yogurt at night is bad. Like when? When?
0: Yeah. I, you know how people talk about having the ick for eggs? Yes. Yes. I have that for yogurt. I get that.
1: No, like, I, I definitely have some of that a little bit, like, ugh. and I love ice cream. I know it's not the same, but shouldn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have tried so many different ways to enjoy yogurt. Really, the only way that I can find is, like, those really fancy, expensive yogurts that come in, like, the glass containers. Ooh. Those are so good, but they're also, like, that's so much sugar to have in the morning. Yeah.
1: I like, I Chobani flips are really good.
0: But yeah, but then that's like freaking candy. Exactly. And it's also
1: like not enough yogurt to make me full. So I'm like, okay, this is a great little, they're like a great little snack, but.
0: Yeah. Um, And this is also something that I, I don't, I don't stand this item, but I would recommend people try it if they're looking for something new. There are these yogurt bars called Cleo. They're like refrigerated yogurt bars. And there's this one vanilla flavor. It's like a, it's a vanilla yogurt bar that's covered in chocolate. And um, it's got like 14 grams of protein, which is pretty good Yeah, for what it is. I bought it because there was a girl on TikTok saying that it tasted just like cheesecake. Bitch, it does not taste just like cheesecake. It tastes (laughs) like a yogurt bar. But it was still pretty good for what it is. And I think I will buy more at some point soon. They also have strawberry and mixed berry flavors, but I like the vanilla.
1: You know what? Maybe I'll try them. Just maybe. Yeah. Just a little hot tip for everybody. Yeah. Maybe yogurt in a bar will work for me. I can't wait to find out.
0: (laughs) All right, Jackie, give me number five. (laughs) This is exactly what I wrote. Hate that
1: I am sweaty, like so sweaty. Oh, girl. I'm just like a sweaty girl and my family is sweaty. I come from a a line of sweaty people. Um, I can literally only wear black in the summer because I uh, sweat through any other color. And I sometimes still sweat through black. Um, (laughs) No. I, yeah, my boyfriend who I love loves to... um, lightly poke fun at me because anytime any temperature that it is outside that I walk to his house which is about a mile I'm always sweaty when I get there like mm-hmm. it could be 40 degrees out I'm always sweaty he's very sweet he'll, he'll always cool me off
0: good if I'm <laughs> arriving from somewhere and I'm sweaty give me a moment give me space give me a moment yeah mind your own business
1: he'll lift up my hair and like blow on my neck or just like lift up my shirt and he'll
0: just air me out Beautiful. Um, It's like it's our little it's our little (laughs) system that we have. (laughs) All right, Jackie, number six.
1: Hate that I have no career ambitions. This feels like a big one to just kind of throw out there, but basically I just don't. No, that's I work at a university and I'm like a high level admin person and I really like my job, but I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing next and I don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. I just wanna make more money and I don't want to go back to school. So riddle me this.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things that's really hard because it's like, I don't want to have to care about this. But it really yeah. is just like the money and the idea that you do have to do something next eventually. Yeah. Because really, people really do not let you just be at the same job for like 15 <laughs> years like they used to. They're literally like, so what are you going to do next? It's
1: like, why is there a next aren't we doing well no my my <laughs> job is really supportive of me I straight up told my boss like I don't know I don't know what I'm doing I was like I'd never say this in like a job interview like and that I have no career ambitions but I really don't and she said that's fine I'll
0: help mm-hmm. you figure
1: it out so yeah, um,
0: that's a good person to talk to about it then. yeah yeah
1: she, she is my boss is, is very mentor like to me and I she'll help me figure it out so yeah I'm, I'm chilling for now I like my job so I'm just happy that I have a job that I like
0: Yeah, that's honestly a really good tip for anybody out there that is like in the same boat. Find a mentor, as in find somebody who is in like an industry like similar to what you're doing. They don't have to be doing the same thing, but just talk to them about how you're feeling. Find out what their story is. See if they have any ideas, because if they've been around the block longer than you have, they might know other things that you could try. Yeah. And you can always try stuff. And if you don't like it, you don't have to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That is something
1: I also love to remind people. It's like you don't have to stay in any job. You really don't. Like yeah. try it. If it doesn't work, just, you know, keep going.
0: Yeah. Something will
1: stick. All right. Number seven. Hate that I just recently got into twisted tea. Oh, my God. <sighs> I didn't drink twisted tea in high school and everyone else did. I think I thought they were gross or like never tried one. And then maybe like a year ago. I had a twisted tea I don't remember why god damn it I loved it. So now I'm just kind of in a twisted tea era, which is a little bit embarrassing. I love that. Thank you. Everyone's been really supportive of this for me and like I really appreciate the community um kind of just letting letting me have twisted <laughs> teas and like having twisted teas with me like they're good. They're they just taste like iced tea. Yeah. And they're not carbonated. I didn't realize that Lauren pointed that out to me that they're not carbonated so they go down easy. Shout out twisted tea. I love to get twisted. Jackie, I don't really drink anymore, but I would share a twisted tea with you any <gasps> day. Like a little one if you ever wanted
0: to. If you ever wanted to, we can just have a little twisted tea. We can get a little twisted. I'll bring my own iced tea and just put it in the bottle. <laughs>
1: Aw, that could work. I like that. I honestly think if we're drinking any type of tea, it's inherently twisted. Am I right? Oh,
0: my God. You're so right. We're the t- <laughs> we we're the twist. We are the twist. Wow. <laughs> but I I really do love a twisted tea, a twisted tea. I love a Mike's Hard Lemonade. I love it all. I love a Smirnoff yeah. ice. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, say it. I I respect it. A watermelon Smirnoff ice. I don't know the last time I had a Smirnoff ice. These are all the things that made me realize I don't want alcohol. I just want lemonade and juice. <laughs> When I when I realized that I was like, okay, I think I can do the whole no drinking thing. <laughs> That's really funny. It's not about the pop of alcohol; it's just like a sugar yeah. little drink. Yeah. That's if true. anybody out there is uh, thinking about dabbling in a you know damp or dry lifestyle, try just ordering a soda. See how it feels. <laughs> yeah, I love
1: I love a little soda. I love a little beverage.
0: Mm. I love a little soda. Mm. I wish I had one right now. You're gonna get a root beer after this. I hope. I hope you do it. All right, Jackie, number
1: eight. I uh, hate that I'm picky about dessert. I am like not a picky eater, but I have like really strong preferences that have like really solidified over time. Like my favorite flavor of ice cream is vanilla. My favorite dessert in the world is a chocolate vanilla twist on with rainbow sprinkles on a cone. But if I had to even simplify it, I would just get vanilla soft serve from like Dairy Queen. And I love like coffee cake and like cinnamon things, but mm. I don't really like mousse and like fruit in my dessert. Like I don't like a pastry that's like fruit filled. I don't like uh, a cake that's too rich. I don't like cheesecake and my family shames me for it. Uh, but that's, <laughs> you know, I gotta be real. Like I just, it's not for me and that's okay.
0: That's beautiful. Honestly, something that I think about a lot is that As children, we were conditioned to believe that vanilla is the plain flavor, but vanilla has a beautiful flavor all on its own. (sighs) Sam, Mm
1: -hmm. thank you for saying that. And dare I say it a little louder for the people in the back, (laughs) because I am sick of vanilla slander. It's vanilla slander. Vanilla is a flavor and it's a good one. And if you can't appreciate that, then look inward
0: look inward people are t- people are out here taking vanilla for granted Mm-mm. if vanilla was gone you know what would be considered plain chocolate oh my god you ever think no, about you that? really
1: you literally just you really said something there
0: because that's true because <laughs> that's true yeah oh, oh you thought vanilla goes with everything you know what else goes with everything chocolate yeah get
1: fucked losers <laughs> Putting my
0: middle finger up in the air to all those vanilla haters out there. Vanilla haters. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! All right, Jackie. Number nine.
1: Um, I hate that I can't be in multiple locations at once. I whoa. Like I often am just so torn about like where to be and who to be with. Like I hypothetically, I can just get all fifteen of my favorite people in one room, and those are my favorite kinds of days. But. It can't always be like that, um, mm-hmm. and I just wish I could do a bunch of things simultaneously, and also, like, one version of me is kind of just, like, alone in my room, like, Petty Dewey and, like, on TikTok. Like, I need I, – I just want to be everywhere, and I want to do everything, oh. and I don't want to miss a thing, and I just <laughs> – I, I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> see because I I'm the babe, <laughs> and I don't want to miss a thing. Can you keep that in there? I think I sounded good.
0: You sounded so good. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Thank you so much. I didn't know I had Stephen freaking Tyler on the podcast today. I don't want to close or. house. <laughs> oh, man. I'm literally like, what were we even talking about? You can't be in multiple locations. So I don't know. <laughs> All right, Jackie. And now it's time for <laughs> Big Honkin' Number 10. Say what do you hate about me? Just kidding. Don't answer that. I don't hate anything about you. Literally, Aww. Wolfgang asked the same thing uh, <laughs> in the last episode, Wait, that's and I so was funny. like, "I hate that. I hate that you're busy. I hate that I can't <laughs> hang out with you every yeah. day." And that's you the hate, same thing for you. You hate that we can't be in multiple locations at once. Yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. Um, Wait. Oh my God. I know something, Jackie. You said this at your birthday. You said that you hate that you get um, fired up really easily. I,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thank you for bringing this up. So, I've recently realized when flight or fight kicks in, I'm all fight. I don't, I don't know why I'm like this. <laughs> it's funny because I also feel like it kind of goes against my, like, what I believe to be my principles of like, be patient with people and be kind, but mm-hmm. also
0: it's like the guy in the car thing all over again. It
1: is, it is. It's like also if you've been just deeply rude to me or I've done something like fucked up, I'm I'm gonna have I'm I'm not gonna let it stand. Uh, mm-hmm. i I'd, I'd rather be like a you no, know, like I don't believe in fighting back. Like just like let's talk it out with. I mean, I've never like hit someone really, but <laughs> I also am just like. <laughs> I'll get in your face. Um at a Sixers game with a bunch of people, including Zach, uh Zach boyfriend. First name Zach, last name boyfriend. <laughs> it's legally. Legally it is true. Um, uh, he we were it was a national anthem, big fucking deal. And he like is wearing his hat. And I I don't know if if this is like relevant to what happens next, but I like jokingly like gestured that he should take off his hat. Um, but I didn't mean it because I do not have respect for this country in many ways. Um, so I won't be taking the national anthem very seriously, but like, do you, whatever. Um, and then a girl out of nowhere, and there's a few people between Zach and I, and a girl out of nowhere comes up from behind Zach, pulls his hat off of his head, shoves it into his chest and says, be respectful. And I was like, did that just happen? And she like walks away and is like b- at the bar behind us, and you, we're all, like it's like a standing room situation. And mm-hmm. she's just like pointing and like telling the story like to her friends, and I'm just staring at her. I am like hot. I am so filled with rage, and I'm just like I I, I turn around and I'm just like don't ever fucking touch him again, like. <laughs> Maybe not in that exact voice, but I literally
0: literally was like, don't you girls ever fucking touch him again. (laughs) You will rue the day. You will
1: rue the day. I literally just turned around. I was like, don't fucking touch him. And like people like turn their heads because I did. I did start the yelling and she just like didn't. She didn't engage, which was probably for the best. And I stared at her for so I
0: glared at her for so long. Um, honestly this is this is the petty part of me as well that's coming out because whenever my friends are wronged I jump to their side yeah I think that it is beautiful when somebody does something that they should feel embarrassed about yeah and then you call more attention to it and other people are like yes. wow wonder though what that person did yeah
1: thank you for saying that because you know again there's a part of me that's like let it go don't go down like don't be on the level of someone who's a fucking loser (laughs) but also like don't be like don't fuck you I don't know (laughs) it's like if you did something that is embarrassing or you should be called out on then I'm gonna call you out especially if you're a stranger because then I'll never see you again so it's fine Mm -hmm. the other thing that was this is kind of Andrew's driving, Jocelyn in the front seat, me and Zach in the back. And we're on the turnpike. We're going to New Jersey. And it's the longest line for gas ever. Um, we have to wait in the co- in a line for so long. And then there's, you know, two pumps in front of us. Both pumps are being used. And then the further, more frontward pump becomes available. So to keep the line moving, we are next. We just go around the car at the pump in front of us and, and go to the most frontward pump. The gas station attendant comes over and he says, I, I can't give you guys gas. And we're like, what are you talking about? He was like, a customer complained that you cut. So I can't give you gas. And I was like, what are you talking about? We didn't cut. We were next. Like if they didn't notice that, that's not my problem. Like we were keeping the line moving by going to the available pump. And he's like, I'm sorry, like a customer complained, like, I- I'm not giving you gas.
0: Which is like, okay, that's very interesting that there are rules at the gas station. I
1: didn't know you could get in trouble at the gas station like that.
0: Like, I didn't know that there was like a law of
1: the land or some shit. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, why are you just uh, believing her, too? Why did you just decide that this woman was right? Like, roll the tape, play that shit back, <laughs> run it back. So I'm like, obviously, we're not moving until we get gas. So I don't think anyone expected what I did next, which was get out of the car, go up to the car that complained, make them roll down their window. And I said, hey, we did not cut. We were in line. We've been in line. Also, I believe they were in front of us. So they were already getting gas. It couldn't have impacted them less. They just didn't see that we were behind them and then decided to snitch on something that didn't happen whatever. I get out of the car and I'm like, we didn't cut. We have been waiting as long as you have. You didn't notice that. And that's not my fault. Like, are you serious? Like, I was like, are you serious? And immediately she's like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm, you know, he said he's not going to give you gas. So I mean, it's up to him now. And I was like, that's insane. Like, I don't know why anyone would, would say that or like why you would get involved like that. Like, that's so insane. Like she didn't expect for me to like, and I wasn't like yelling or anything. I was just kind of like, what, the fuck um, so then I go back up to the gas station attendant and I'm it's like raining and we're just late and I'm just like this sucks so bad and I literally so pathetic I hate that it came to I literally begged I was just like she doesn't know what she's talking about we're not moving can you please just give us gas please I literally said please I'm begging you just give us gas and I think I just annoyed him to the point where he was like fine so we did end up getting gas because um, I have that that dog in me is that what that means I've never said that before <laughs>
0: We'll, we'll fact check after. Okay, cool. That, yeah, that story genuinely upsets me because it's like, of all the places, to have rules. The Jersey Turnpike gas station? I, I didn't realize there was a code of conduct. There's a code of conduct? I'm sorry, ma'am. We actually can't give you gas because that woman told us that you didn't take your hat off during the national anthem. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just nothing that we can do. Sorry, it's like literally not up to us. It's not up to me, the gas station man, to decide if I can give you gas or not. It's out of my hands. God. These two stories are a good reminder to mind your own business. I feel like mind I said that 20 business. times in this episode, but everybody, <laughs> mind your own business, calm down, maybe don't be a snitch. Yeah, maybe just don't. And maybe don't touch people, etc., etc.
1: Maybe don't.
0: Because <laughs> then I'm going to just
1: show up out of nowhere and be kind of bitchy. I
0: don't know what else to say. All right, Jackie, it is time for me to read your entire list of 10 things you hate about yourself. Are you ready? Born ready. All right. Number one, I hate that all my tattoos are permanent. (laughs) Number two, I hate that I'm corny as hell. (laughs) Number three, I hate that I'm addicted to crossword puzzles. Number four, I hate that I can't force myself to like yogurt. Number five, I hate that I am sweaty, like so sweaty. Number six, I hate that I have no career ambitions. Number seven, I hate that I recently got into Twisted Tea. Number eight, I hate that I'm picky about dessert. Number nine, I hate that I can't be in multiple locations at once. And number ten... I hate that I get fired up when I'm wronged. Jackie, (laughs) how do you feel after hearing all those things you don't like about yourself in a row? I actually feel pretty good. The list could be worse. It could be worse. On a different day, the list
1: is worse. But no, this this feels good. (laughs) This is a good list of things to hate about myself.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think that this list, you know, as somebody who knows you and isn't around you very often, I think that this list is a nice reminder of all of the things that make you special. It's a nice reminder that sometimes the things that we don't like about ourselves are just the things that make us us. Like, I love your tattoos. I love playing crosswords with you. I like that you stand up for yourself. And, you know, I also like that you like Twisted Tea because I think Twisted Tea is good. Yeah, me too. All right, Jackie, we have reached the end of the episode, so it is time for our final segment. So what do you want me to do about that? Where you assign me and our listeners homework for the upcoming week, which can be any task, tip, or trick that you think could help us feel good and hate ourselves a little bit less. Love it. I was thinking about this.
1: So you talked about going on like a deep deep dive into lip smackers and like getting into like a (laughs) two-hour hole of – uh-huh. Looking at lip smackers, which first of all, I love that, and I love doing that kind of thing. I need to Google like nostalgic things every once in a while to like feel something. Like I'm, I, my sister yeah. and I will just like start reminiscing on like old PC games, and then I'll have to find like a YouTube walkthrough just to be there. But so yeah, I've been see, really deep of, into that. I love that, and I see nothing wrong with um any of that. So this is not really to, this is just to expand on it. I want you to do a deep dive into a topic that – something that you wouldn't normally, I guess, is what I want you to do. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to, like, pick a topic that maybe you in the past have thought is boring or maybe, like, overwhelming or, like, you know, don't don't read anything upsetting. But I don't know. Just – I always think, okay, this is coming from, like, when I'm on Twitter mm-hmm. and I'm on Twitter for five hours, I'm like, wow – I could have read a whole book and I could have learned about a subject, but I didn't. I just looked at hot takes all day. So I don't Uh know. I just want you to think of a a subject that might make you feel like, wow, I really learned something today or, oh, I have a better understanding of something I didn't understand or I looked into something that makes me anxious and I feel less anxious about it. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking I might might go on to like hbo or something and take a look at the documentaries that they have and maybe try to pick one out that isn't like this woman did something scandalous this girl <laughs> yeah. went missing what really all happened the like, all
1: the good ones <laughs> yeah and maybe i'll do this too like i will pick a documentary that like part of me is like this seems boring but part of me is like i think i could learn We'll we'll discuss some mildly boring but interesting documentaries that we can watch
0: beautiful love it <laughs> All right, Jackie, it is time for us to say our goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Um, before you go, is there anything that you would like to plug or tell us about or anywhere that we can follow you on social, anything like that? Not
1: really. I mean, you could follow me at Jackie Blart Mullocop on Instagram <laughs> if that um, if that pleases you. Um, you can see a lot of dog pictures. But hey, no pressure. My account's on private, so I will have to uh, accept it. So <laughs> no, no pressure on me either, actually, because maybe I won't. I don't know. But yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing to plug. Just kind of like, I don't know, never, never stop believing in yourself and always believe in yourself.
0: Wow. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. This was
1: so much fun. I love you. And I'll see you like later tomorrow or something.
0: <laughs> love you. Bye. Love you, Sam. Thanks for having
1: me. Bye-bye. bye bye
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of 10 Things I Hate About Me. Follow the podcast at 10 Things I Hate About Me pod. Let me know what you hate about yourself. Okay, love you. Bye.